the line and the coconut chip. Yeah. Come on, now. you know you want to do a little shimmy with that. Lime in the coconut. Right. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna torture you with my singing. I know it's bad. I gotta get talking with you. This is Gerald Frazier, aka your boy Big G. I won't torture you with my singing. Although the first film up is by a director who loves to torture his audience. You're my orchestra. And the sounds that I make you to make and the feelings I get you to feel. And then I stop you from feeling those feelings and I give you something else to feel. And then I stop you from feeling that and make you feel something else yet again. <laughs> my man, Quentin Tarantino. Now, I selected a Tarantino movie for my first episode for a few reasons. Well, one, I feel like I can relate to him in a few ways. One being, you know, he was heavily influenced in his childhood by film and TV. And you see that throughout his movies. Um, you see that influence, you know, from the pop culture references uh, to his cinematic style. You know, all those things kind of touches back on the fact that he was influenced by watching movies growing up. And so he's chose this art form to express a lot of those things. And I can really appreciate that. Second, these podcasts or about watching movies in a different way. They're about watching movies on an intellectual level. Quite frankly, Tarantino, he's about provoking thought and provoking emotions. He, he makes movies that are designed for you to think about them. And so that definitely is a big reason why we're gonna do a Tarantino movie for the first episode of See It Again for the First Time. And the way that he mainly gets people to think about his movies is through action. For Tarantino, dialogue is action. That's how he moves his movies forward. That's what keeps the movie going is the dialogue. And he uses the power of speech to evoke emotion, to manipulate his audience, to get them to think. He creates that in the same way, you know, say a Michael Bay uses action, uses, you know, those slow-mo scenes of your favorite action star standing up and walking away from the exploding car. Tarantino uses dialogue to evoke that emotion. Action and blood and those things are more for shock or more for the cinematic effect. But I believe, you know, obviously he spends most of his time with dialogue and the power of speech, which forces Thought. One of the other trademarks I love about Quentin Tarantino and his movies is the way that he tells a story. Usually he doesn't tell his stories in a linear way, which is pretty cool. You know, I, I believe doing it that way kind of keeps the audience from trying to jump ahead and guess what's going to happen in the movie. And instead, it, it forces you to stay in the now in the moment as you're watching it. And because he keeps you in the now, it allows him to surprise you with things. Most movies don't surprise us. But Tarantino, he definitely has discovered the art of surprise and the unexpected. And I believe one of the ways he's able to do that is by telling a story in a vertical way, nonlinear. So with that said, the first film I want us to look at is Reservoir Dogs. So if we were going to look at a Quentin Tarantino film, the first one I felt was the best one to go with. Uh, not to mention he does have a new film out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that I actually need to see for the first time. Like, for real, for real, see it for the first time. Uh, I heard his Probably maybe even one of his best films. So I want to check that out. You guys should check that out, too. And maybe that'll be a future podcast. Now, Reservoir Dogs, at the time it was released, was considered controversial, you know, for its amount of violence, blood. Now, if you go back and look at it, which you're supposed to, right, because you're going to see it again for the first time. 
you will notice that by today's standards, it's actually not that bad. I mean, it's pretty mild. So now I'm going to help you see the movie again for the first time. Now, if you haven't seen the movie at all, go ahead and watch it. You can take these perceptions that I'm going to give you. It's okay. You can play the game along with this as well, even if you haven't seen the movie. These are the three things I want you to look for. I want you to notice the power of storytelling and how it forms and bonds relationships. And so the art of storytelling is extremely powerful and it connects us. And if you look at it like most of your friends, your family, you guys probably in your interactions are sitting around telling stories and those stories usually connect you guys. And so in this movie, you will see how a lot of the relationships are developed through storytelling. Actually, a couple of the characters become bonded in such a way through the guy's ability to tell stories and he gained their trust. And so I just want you to notice throughout the movie, the power of storytelling, even the stories within the stories. Like that's how much Tarantino loves telling stories that in his movies, characters telling a story and then within that story is another story. And so I want you to notice that. I want you to notice all the details throughout the movie, how he moves the movie forward through storytelling. I want you to see the details that he has. I mean, there's even one point in the film where he's describing how to construct the film within his film. And you can tell this is how he makes movies. And so I want you to relate that back to yourself and how you have told stories and how that has created a relationship or bonded a relationship or, you know, brought you closer together. Um, Cause that's all we have. When we meet a person, we're basically telling them our story. And if it's a story that they like, then guess what? You just made a new friend or you just got you a new girl or a new man or whatever. But that's all we do all day is tell stories. So I want you to notice the power of storytelling in this Tarantino movie. The second thing I want you to notice is once those relationships are formed, I want you to notice how relationships can sometimes cause you to lose common sense. A lot of times when we're in love, right, we we lose all ability to be objective and people usually have to tell us things from the outside that we don't see. So I want you to notice as the film develops, notice there's several relationships in this movie that are changed through storytelling, that are developed through storytelling. And then I want you to notice how those relationships have now caused a blind eye and has now created non-objectivity within the relationship and how some people actually lose their own common sense, which leads us to number three. I also want you to notice the consequences that come from having those types of relationships when those relationships bleed lines in your life. And so I want you to notice how because they have these relationships, there's going to be consequences for not maintaining objectivity within your relationship. There's going to be consequences for not maintaining your own common sense within a relationship. And so watch the movie. I want you to see those things, see how you can apply those things to your life. And again, watch the movie and engage in the movie on a higher level consciousness. And then I want you to come up with your own thoughts and opinions. Uh, obviously, I want you to see what I have seen. And then I want you to come back and leave comments and tell me what you thought, what you saw, what you felt when you watched the movie. And also, please give me some suggestions on what movie I should review next and help you see it again for the first time.